Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is T.D. Jakes talking about staying on track. I chose this episode because I really struggle at times with staying on track with my current goals. And I also fall victim of looking at what other people have and thinking I deserve it more because I put in more work and they don't. But in reality, T.D. Jakes says it best in that you really need to focus on what you have and what you're doing right now and that God or the universe will give it to you whenever you're ready for it. You won't get it until you can actually have it. As he says it, the blessings are already created. You just have to get to the level of being able to obtain the blessings. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Stay on track. Say neighbor. God said, stay on track. Don't deviate. Don't procrastinate. Don't become frustrated. All you have to do to win this battle is stay on track. There are moments that try the human soul so violently and so perplexing that if the truth were told, all of us have had moments that we wanted to throw up our hands and walk away. Discouragement can creep in secretly, hide behind clothes, makeup, hairdos. Discouragement is so bold that it will even hide behind a smile. It will always ride to work with you. And if it doesn't catch a ride going to work, it'll catch a ride on the way back home. Discouragement will go into a tent, into a garage apartment. It'll go into subsidized living. It will walk right into a Section 8 neighborhood. It will come in. But, but, but don't think that it stops there. Discouragement will walk right into a middle-class house and sit down at the dining room table and have a cup of coffee early in the morning. It won't just stop there. It'll go in a mansion and sit on the side of a jacuzzi, stick his feet in the hot tub, and tell you life is not worth living. If you listen at discouragement, it will cause you to make bad decisions it will cause you to think that life is not worth living and secretly behind the facade of a smile and a good morning and a praise the Lord and a how are you, you will wonder if you're ever going to get out of what you're into. Particularly painful is discouragement in the life of the believer. Because as we travel from season to season, 
It is not just the perils that we face, but it is seeing the wicked go forward. while the righteous are held back. I don't, know if, I don't know if people ever thought like that, but sometimes I, I see people succeeding who didn't pray nearly as hard, work nearly as long, have not been faithful at all, and it seems like they seemingly have moments of victory placed in close proximity so I could see it. Their victories are flaunted in my face. Not while I am having a similar experience, but while all hell has broken loose in my life and I am going through agony and tragedy, seemingly they are having victory and triumph. And if you are not careful, the very sight of their prosperity becomes your agony and seeing them go forward will be a source of such continued frustration that it is not your test that baffles you but their success agonizingly displayed before you makes you despair of life until David says in 37 and 1 fret not thyself over evildoers how they prosper in their own way they shall soon be cut off. He says, in other words, don't make a permanent decision over a temporary circumstance. <laughs> he says, don't allow a moment of agony to make you draw a conclusion about life prematurely. Because if you just keep on walking with God. God has a way of making everything all right. But he warns us and declares to us that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Steps. Somebody say steps. Now, the, 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 the term steps implies process. Mm -hmm. Means it's going to take a while. Means that you can't get to the destination just because you want it. Just because you saw it. Just because you like it. Just because you need it. In fact, we are often tormented by vision. Mm-hmm, yeah. We are tormented by vision. It's a painful thing to be a visionary. Because a visionary sees what shall be and wakes up to deal with what is. <laughs> Sometimes a visionary cries out on the inside and says, God, don't even show me what shall be. Because every time I shout and dance over what you showed me, I go home to a harsh and painful, bleak, dark reality. And the fact that I am torn between what shall be and what is 
creates agony in my life. The Bible said hope deferred makes the heart sick. Uh, there are moments that I'd rather not know that I'm going to be king if you're going to send me back out into the field to take care of sheep. Why didn't you just hide that I was going to be king so I could be satisfied taking care of sheep? But because you told me you had more for me, I, I, I wanted to hasten the process to get to my destiny. Oh, now, now I'm not happy doing what I used to be happy doing because I'm tormented by what shall be. I want to hasten my process so that I can get to an expected end. But that cannot be done. Because a blessing given too soon is not a blessing at all. I can give my son the car keys now and tell him to go to the store. But had I given it to him when he was five, it would not have been a blessing at all. Same car, same son, given too soon. He can't handle it. The car can handle it. The road can handle it. I can give it to him, but he can't handle it. So would I be a good father if I gave him a good thing too soon? Sometimes my goodness is proven by my ability to say not yet. The younger brother of the prodigal son teaches us emphatically that if we get what is ours too soon, we cannot handle it. That the same thing that should make us praise the father will drive us away from the father if we get it too soon. The Bible said, he said, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. The father gave in and gave it to him and the blessing drove him over the edge. My prayer has always been Lord, don't give me more than I can handle. You know when to bless me. You know how to bless me. You know when I'm ready to be blessed. Teach me patience with the process. Go through the process. God has ordered steps. The, the thing that I'm thankful for is to know that God orders the steps. It, it helps me to understand that I am not wandering aimlessly, that I'm not just moving on my own, that there is a course for me to take and that I can't graduate till I take it. That there is a path for me to trot. That God isn't making this thing up as he goes. I thought he was making it up as he went. That's why I prayed. So he could make it up my way. I prayed to abort the process. I prayed to speed it up. I prayed to get out of things that he wanted me to stay into. I prayed that I wouldn't have to endure some things that he wanted me to endure. I, I was working on the destination, but he was working on me. And, and sometimes he made me wait. He, he made me slow down and said, no, you skipped that step. Go back. Go back and 
do that again. If, if you skipped it with Jimmy, I'm going to send it back with Freddie. If you skipped it with Willie, you're going to have to go through it with Roger. If you skipped it with Sally, you're going to go through it with Susie because all of these are tools that I'm using to work on you. I'm not preparing the blessing for you. I'm preparing you for the blessing. The blessing is already prepared. Oh, my God. The blessing is already prepared. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love it. Did you know your blessing is already ready? That it's, that it's already in place, that God isn't fixing it up right now. It's already done. That the work doesn't have to be applied to where you're going. The work has to be applied to you so that when you get where you're going, you can handle what you got to handle. And so, oh God, help me preach the steps, the steps, the steps. Touch three people and say, the steps, the steps, the steps. You wanted a good husband, but you wasn't a good wife. You wanted children, but you wasn't a good parent. You wanted a good wife, but you wasn't a good man. And anytime you get anything too soon, you will trip on the steps. So God puts us in process and orders steps.